Think about how do you want people to have that interaction and relationship with you? Because the more you can deepen your relationship with your audience, especially in today's world where, as you know, social media is fast moving, it's flaky, people don't stick around. So my question is, where can you deepen your relationship with your audience that they will stick, that they will want to stay and be part of something that you're doing? If you want to make more sales without the pressure to post on social media, I made this podcast specifically for you. I'm Leslie Stevens, and this is the Not an Influencer and Impact Maker podcast, where we talk about other organic marketing strategies to bring more clients into your online business and the stories of the incredible entrepreneurs who are using these strategies in their businesses every day to create success. You do not have to be an influencer to be an impact maker and build a successful online business. You are in for an absolute treat today. And as soon as she starts speaking, you're going to know exactly why I wanted to have her on the show to share all of her knowledge with you. Today we have Ray. Can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do? Yeah. Hi, everyone. And hello, Leslie. Good to see you today. Uh, my name is Ramonda Jan, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women Thrive Media, which is a magazine, women's empowerment platform, uh, a, an annual summit, and so much more. We also publish books, and I am international speaker, author, and generally, I'm a cheerleader for women who are wanting to be visible and share their story. And you're absolutely incredible at all of those things. So how did you even get started in getting your foot in the door doing all of these different things? You know, I never really set out to do all these things. I am... <laughs> it's like you start somewhere, right? When you set out on a journey and you don't know just what this journey holds for you. And I feel like I've just taken that first step towards something and all of these things unfolded. Uh, so first of all, I've been very, very entrepreneurial since young age, and I always wanted to start my own business. I felt like, especially as women, I feel like we need to be empowered in terms of having the lifestyle that we want, not necessarily being tied down to nine to five or limiting um, work environments. So I always knew I wanted to build my own life because of one of my first values is freedom. So freedom was the key importance factor of it. So I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. Um, but what I do today really evolved. I really see myself as that visionary entrepreneur. So I'm the one that always comes up with the ideas and missions and goals. And then now I'm lucky to have a beautiful team around me who kind of runs after all of these ideas and makes it all happen. So I don't have to do everything myself. <laughs> That's amazing when you can like stay in your zone of genius and really like kind of amplify all these amazing ideas you have because you've built this community around you. So how did you get started kind of building your community and getting your message out there? I started with one idea, one event. I was actually connecting with quite a few women on different Facebook groups and building those relationships. 
and observing what everyone is doing. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. And one day I was really called and inspired to run an event for female entrepreneurs. So I wasn't very creative and I called the event <laughs> Women in Business. And before I even finished putting together my event page on Eventbrite, I started getting people booking in for this event. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. I haven't really sent out to anybody. How is this happening? And actually was the name, I think it was just the right timing, the right idea, the right opportunity, and the intention behind it, that I wanted to bring other women together in this one room. So it wasn't just me. The event wasn't about me. In fact, I wasn't even mm -hmm. speaker back then. I just wanted to create this event. So I hosted other speakers because actually I was too afraid to speak on my own at this event. All right. So I had all these other speakers speaking. And that gone on for quite a while. First year or two, I would always have other speakers speak on our stage. Um, and then after the first event, people were just asking, how do you do this? Uh, we want to see more events. And I became very intentional after the first year of hosting the first few events. I said, okay, this is really happening without me having to push too hard mm -hmm. it's just happening all on its own it's as if it's created an energy of its own and i was really excited to see where this could go so i gave up the work that i was doing i was working in consulting and i invested all the money that i had at the time i had some savings into this and i started to build my brand the business and get really intentional and within the first year after I got really intentional, started to build a brand, I got to 100,000 followers on social media. Wow. And people were like, wow. Like They started to pay attention. What's happening? What is she doing? Like, how is this happening? I was putting in a lot of hours, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it was happening. And people were wondering how. <laughs> well, I mean, it's incredible to watch that happen. And it's incredible for somebody to create something like that, that really attracts the right people and a lot of people. And I know that you mentioned like the intention behind it and it was the right time and like it had the this own energy of itself. But were there other methods that you were using that may have kind of been unconventional that allowed you to attract so many people to what you are doing? I don't know. I don't know whether sometimes we have, there's a part of it, like I said, the timing and some of it is luck. Maybe it was just my time, but behind all of that, there was a deep desire before I started this business, which I didn't think it was going to become a business, I actually failed in my previous business. So it was really hard for me because I was really afraid of failure again. And I was really afraid to go all in on something without knowing whether it's going to work out. And there's no mm -hmm. such thing, right? So with this, it was more like I was just doing it because I was having fun and I was truly cheerleading all the women and creating this community because I was enjoying it. So it wasn't so much pressure on me to make this work, make this a business, make this something. I was just actually just doing it. 
and having fun. Mm -hmm. And yes, I was intentional. Yes, I had a strategy behind my social media um, content and all of that. But I think I really allowed this to happen without putting some expectations on it. Like this is what it should be and this is how it's going to be. No, I just allowed this to happen. And what happened since, this was in 2017 when I started, it has gone in so many beautiful ways that I, I couldn't have imagined or planned for what happened in the process of just being open to, to this evolving. Mm -hmm. Allowing it to like naturally unfold instead of forcing a path and going in with I'm going to get X, Y and Z and this is going to happen and that's going to happen because there is a lot of pressure that comes with that. And especially when you have gone through a business in the beginning where it didn't work out exactly how you wanted it to and you still put so much love, time and effort into anything that you create as an entrepreneur. So how did you break through that fear and just kind of let go and let it unfold? It was hard. I think that's what stopped me from pursuing another idea, that fear uh, and almost shame of failing the first time around. I felt real shame about it. So doing it again was a bit much harder. So I think the first year after the first event happened and people wanted more and I could see what's happening and I could, I was building ideas around it. I was like, mm -hmm, okay, so this could work this could actually work. And it felt so easy. Like nothing mm -hmm. that I have ever done before felt as easy as this. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to say I didn't put in hard work behind it because I did, but it felt like it was happening on its own. Mm -hmm. And this is where I knew to give up whatever else I was doing and go all in. Yeah. And that's when I gone all in, um, like I hired team members and I created a brand. I'm always of a thought that if you're not the best at doing something, get experts in. And that's what I did mm -hmm. straight away. I invested quite a bit, not, not a bit, but just I invested what I had because I wanted to back myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I had a belief in my idea and I was like, I'm going to back myself yeah, and I'm going to go all in. So that was a very intentional decision that I made after I saw it being easy, not easy, but you know what I mean? It's just going, it's, it was happening. Uh, so yeah, it's, that's how it happened. Yeah. And that's like, that's a beautiful like way to develop kind of trust for yourself you get yourself in this position, you know, it's going to maybe like, maybe the first time it didn't work out. But once you get in it, you have that flow and you're like, okay, I can trust myself. I can bring the people around me to support me and make me stronger. And there's something that Ray does really, really beautifully in her business. And it's really in supporting her people. I think a lot of the places that some entrepreneurs get lost now is their brand really does start to revolve around them. And Ray mm. is so intentional from the first interaction that I had with her that she is here to support the person on the other end. 
whether it's one of her clients or one of her coworkers, one of her, her teammates, whatever you want to call them, she is there with that genuine support. And when she says she is a cheerleader, she is that cheerleader that she says. And when you build a business in that way, people want to be a part of it. Because when you're putting that good energy out, that good intention out, mm. that's what business is all about. We're in the business of like working with humans and it's human nature to want to be connected to each other. And it's bringing that element back into business, even in the virtual world. That is so, so important. And I feel like you have been able to amplify it where you started with these in-person events. And now since the world has gone the way it has, we've gone into this virtual space, but you've still managed to amplify that connection and that support and building mm -hmm. a community. And that's something people really want to be a part of. So for somebody who's trying to really ingrain that in their brand and try and get it across on the virtual platform, do you have any advice for them to support that idea? It's so interesting what you said in terms of, you know, how I built brand, because I always refer to my business as we, and I've done it from day one. And the reason I do that, because as you say, it's not about me and it's never been about me. I think as entrepreneurs, we fall in love with our ideas so much that we don't see the possibilities, um, that we put so much importance on ourselves. Your clients and the people out there in the world don't put as much emphasis on you as much as you put it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> So it's also you have to detach yourself and say, this is my business and it's here to serve other people. So ultimately mm -hmm. it has to be other, about other people. It's not about you, right? It's mm -hmm. not, and I always, I always say this, like, it's not Ray's show. It's, it's not, it's not me. It's not about me. It doesn't matter. Like, even if you were to take me out of the picture, what I am keen on is to build a legacy, to build a business. Um, to build a platform for other people. Well, that, that relates to my values and my intentions. Now, it depends on how other people want to run their businesses. It's not for everyone to have a community. Mm -hmm. But regardless, how do you want to build a relationship with your audience? Mm -hmm. How do you want to build that relationship with the people that you want to serve? whether mm -hmm. it is what kind of interaction for me was events, live events. I want to create that experience because as an entrepreneur, I felt really lonely doing it all on my own. So I created an experience that other people could share. Now, what is the experience that your audience are going to have with you? Like now, Leslie, we're having the experience, your audience having an experience of you through your podcast, mm -hmm. perhaps in a Facebook group or through your email subscribers, right? think about how do you want people to have that interaction and relationship with you because the more you can deepen your relationship with your audience especially in today's world where as you know social media is fast moving it's flaky people don't stick around so my question is 
where can you deepen your relationship with your audience that they will stick, that they will want to stay and be part of something that you're doing. And that Mm -hmm. is part of your mission, part of your goal. And yeah, so that's part of. You said so many things in there. I want to make sure that I touch upon because they're so, they're so, so important. And I think people are so intimidated by the thought of building relationships with potential clients or an audience or a community because they feel like building relationships takes so much time and energy. And yes, everything you do in business, I believe takes time and energy and effort and that love and that care. It's about the relationship with people Mm -hmm. that you're creating that's leading to business. Now, building, I think the word relationship just kind of makes people step back a little bit. And they're like, oh, I have to build a relationship. I can't just hide behind the screen. I can't just post this and they're automatically going to like me kind of thing. So how would you encourage people to really step into that mindset of being in service and building those relationships if they're not thinking that way already? I have a question for your audience would you want to do business with a complete stranger? Mm-hmm. Would you really want to work with someone from the street that you have no idea of? Mm-hmm. As, let's say, as a coach or a mentor, you, uh, in discovery calls, you take that time to get to know your client. You have to do that process to figure out whether they are a good fit for you. But they're mm-hmm. doing the same thing. They're trying to work out if you're a good fit for them. So try mm-hmm. and flip those table around and see, okay, what do you want to happen when you're hiring someone, when you're working with someone? What do you want to know about that person? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship where it has to be one-on-one and you have to nurture someone through chat and get to know them so much. But actually, what does your client need to know about you in order for them to make that decision to work with you? Now, one of the things that I do, I help women to get visible and build their authority. That's part of the process, building your authority in a, and trust. So the people who are curious about you have built a relationship with you, with that persona, with that information you put out, with the podcasts, blogs you've written, they got to know your point of view, your perspective, your knowledge, your expertise, your story. All of those things start to become, build a picture in their minds to build a relationship with you. I'll tell you even one little secret. That little icon, when you put um, a picture in your profile picture on your social media profiles, your audience building relationship with that person in that Mm -hmm. picture that shows up on their feed every day. Mm -hmm. When you change that picture too often, it's like as if I'm having to build a whole new relationship with this new person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, don't put your cat there because we can't really build a relationship (laughs) with your cat. I mean, we can, but that's not really going to help your business unless you're in a cat business. (laughs) Oh, I love it. But you make such a great point 
by looking at it from the other end, like the experience that they're having. And a relationship, like you said, doesn't have to be that one-on-one conversation. Mm -hmm. Building relationships looks different in so many different businesses for so many different people. And you kind of get to choose how you curate those relationships that you're building with them. And like you mentioned, I always say, how would you want to sign up for a program? How would you decide who you wanted to work with? Think about your process that you go through to learn about somebody and learn about what they do. And that's going to give you so much information on what you should be putting out there and what types of content and what how you want your website to be displayed, what you want to say when you're speaking, all of those different things that will guide you in such a beautiful way. And then you also touched upon the experience that they have with you and having this like amazing client experience before they even become a client. You're taking them through a journey. You you are not the main character. Again, you're just there to support them in the process of creating whatever result they want to create. And it's your job to show them like, hey, I can support you in getting from where you are right now to exactly where you want to be. But it's our job to show them that. So how do you really help people create an image with their brand that somebody can picture where they are right now into growing into who they want to be. Mm. I think being the example of who do you want to help the people that are looking to work with you, you have to be the example. You have to walk the walk. Mm -hmm. So think about it. How do you show up? Um, and what is it that you portray? What is it that you do in your business to be the example of the things that you're teaching? And we're talking more about the coaching business, right? So not necessarily brick and mortar business. You don't have to be uh, that person. But being a leader in today's world, being a leader, how do you show up? I I check myself. I check in with myself regularly. If I am teaching speaking, Am I speaking on stages? If I'm teaching how to be visible with your brand, am I doing those same things? Am I writing the content? Am I creating uh, beautiful experiences for my audience? So actually, if someone wants to work with me, they can see me doing it as well. So through the experience with me, they can see, okay, I, I, want, I want to know how she did it. Because I remember the first time I started to actually make money with the business was when I got to um, those higher numbers in my social media accounts. I think I got to like 10,000 followers in the first four months. And this is when people were like turning heads and saying, how did you do it? I want to know. Teach me. Mm-hmm. So they made me create a program called Instagram Secrets because they wanted to know my secret. How did you do it? So I was leading the way. And now I get people approach me for different reasons because they want to know how to do public speaking. They want to know how to build their personal brand in a way that like, I don't, there's certain things that don't align with me. There's certain ways that I prefer to show up in my business or sell my services that doesn't require me to plaster my offers everywhere. I like to be Mm -hmm. approached and asked 
can I work with you? That's my preferred way. So that's the kind of way I want to teach other people. Well, how can you be who you are, speak your truth and drive people to you as opposed to having to push all the time? Because that is my preferred way of doing it. So I try to do that for myself. So then my audience can see and want to do the same thing. Yeah. Practicing what you preach is such a simple, easy, and effective way to do business that so many people forget. Just walk the walk, talk the talk, do what you say you're going to do, show up for your people, do the things that you're teaching on a daily basis. And when you're doing a great job, the right people are going to come to you. And I love something that you said when you were talking about doing it in a way that aligns to you and that you prefer for people to approach you. And then there are some people who prefer to plaster their their sales posts everywhere and people get to them that way. Everybody has different strategies that are going to work best for them. There are people out there who can help you develop those strategies and you can still create your own path and trust yourself that you don't have to do things the same way everyone else does or you assume everybody else does because that's what you're seeing all the time. You can have the courage to create your own path because in doing that, you are the person who can show people there's a different way. I remember we were sitting in one of the calls and you asked everybody on the call, you're saying, okay, how's everybody getting visible? And everybody had fantastic answers. Everyone is was working so hard to become visible and everyone mentioned things about social media and how they were marketing themselves on social media. And I remember I was sitting there and this is something that I practice what I preach all the time. And I was sitting there and I was like, maybe I won't raise my hand today because I don't always post on social media. That's not my main platform. And I was like, you know what? This is exactly why I do what I do to show people that there are so many other ways to become visible besides only social media marketing. So I remember going very, very last and I was, I was so nervous and I listed out all the things that I was doing to get visible. And after that, I was like, I don't know why I was so nervous. And it's just that moment of watching everybody else, watching what everybody else was doing and being like, am I doing something wrong? even though that doesn't necessarily align with me in this phase of life and business, all of these things, am am I doing something wrong? And then I was like, no, Leslie, you've created your own path. You have done things. You have the proof. You like do this every day. You've taught so many other people how to do this. You have nothing to hesitate because you also deserve to be in this group of incredibly powerful women doing their thing. You can do it in a different way. So how do you trust yourself to go out there and be like, hey, I'm just going to put myself out there and let the people come to me and I don't have to plaster all this stuff out there all the time. How did you gain that trust with yourself? 
That's a, such an interesting question. Um, <laughs> I've been in this online space uh, quite a long time, and I've tried many, many different strategies. And I feel like when I do something that isn't really in my alignment, it doesn't work. So I've learned to start to listen to my own inner guidance and intuition and follow the things and do the things that I know works for me and with my energy, because I have, you have a signature energy in how you connect. There are other people who may do social media lives or stories all day long, and they are happy with it. Like, I don't really like that. I don't like it. I, I am a speaker, but I won't speak to my phone five times or 10 times a day to speak to my audience through stories. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I prefer writing. <laughs> and if your medium isn't writing, it's your medium is listening, I'll give you a podcast interview like this. Mm -hmm. But I know what I enjoy doing and I'm going to stay true to it because I'm a Leo and Leos don't like to work very hard, I must say. <laughs> We take the easy route. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> exactly. So it's not just about trusting yourself. It's just like, yeah, this is what fits with me and this is what I'm going to do. And if that's not enough, well, we'll try harder. We'll try another way. But still, whatever aligns with me, because, yeah, um, I am that lazy Leo that gets a lot done by just lazing around. <laughs> Hey, you're making it work. So that's all that matters, right? But I I do enjoy that you said it's not always about trusting yourself. It's just going with what you are aligned with. And it comes across mm -hmm. with, it kind of comes out in the results. Like if you're trying things and it's feeling like an uphill battle every single day or however often you're trying to do it, it's going to show up in your results. So when you're yeah. actually looking at the things that you're doing and the results that you're getting from it, it's going to kind of show you the proof that like, hey, you're on the right track or hey, maybe we need to pivot or shift a little bit, but it takes some trial and error. <laughs> I, you know, I have to tell you, I initially, like I said, I built my Instagram platform to 100K. I used to love it. Everything was fine and I was crushing it. My business was doing well. <laughs> And then I had my personal, um, just personal things in my life that had to take priority and make a shift. And there was a lot of changes in social media on, especially on Instagram at that time. And there were reels coming in and video content. And it required you to speak and do this and that. And, and at that time with whatever was going on in my life, just didn't feel right and authentic. So I took a break on it. And... Mm -hmm. In that time, my reach plummeted on, on Instagram. So going from a platform that worked for me, that was in alignment, that everything was going well, to now, I, I don't want to conform to reels. I don't want to be the entertainer. I don't want to be the dancer, right? Mm -hmm. So I gave up that platform and I went on to do other things. Mm -hmm. My business tripled if not more in the last few years and I gave up one of the major platforms that I had because reels was not in alignment with me dancing was not in alignment with me or my brand and I said well oh well I'm not doing it 
Mm-hmm. I took a strike and I'm still on strike. And now I hire other people to create our content because I'm still on strike. <laughs> <laughs> but you went with your intuition and your intuition <laughs> led you in the right direction. And it's okay for things. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I always, I always joke, but when I gave up Instagram completely, it allowed me to actually be more creative about the ways that I was getting visible, about the ways that I was putting my business out there. And it opened up this whole new world to me. It felt like it was always there, but it felt like that because I wasn't so engulfed in figuring out reels. How am I going to keep up with the algorithm? Like what's the trending music? All of these things that weren't necessarily important in my business in that moment to really connect me with clients. And I had this aha moment where I was like, I need to just have more conversations and talk to more people and develop relationships. And it doesn't have to be on this platform, even though everybody under the sun was telling me that it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be in one place. You don't have to do one thing or one dance or any of those things. Like, yeah, just listen to yourself. And I always say, build trust with yourself. Even if you don't trust yourself right now, trust is absolutely a muscle. You can build it over time. And it's just about showing up for maybe one thing every day. And then over time, it will begin to grow. And you'll be like, okay, I will speak up on this call and say all of the ways that I am visible (laughs) without listing all of these social media things. So, Ray, if you had any advice for somebody who's just at the beginning of starting their business, what would you tell them to focus on at the very beginning? Have courage and build your confidence. I think that's really important to build your confidence and do business in a way that 100% aligns to you. Stop listening to everyone chasing every single freebie, lead magnets and shiny object and just really get aligned to what is it that you want to do? Why do you want to do it? Really define your purpose. I think purpose have become this big thing for me that becomes a guide for me for why I do what I do. Because Mm -hmm. right now you could be doing anything anything at all opportunities Mm -hmm. are there you come up with any idea you can do it but the question is what is your opportunity cost for doing it Mm -hmm. because every single yes that you say there is something you're going to have to say no to Mm -hmm. so that is why i say it has to be in alignment with your purpose and where you headed and what is the result that you want So yeah, just build that confidence, as you said, in in yourself and your intuition and go all in. Once you know your purpose, go all in, make all bets on yourself because nobody, nobody. I remember when I started this business, I asked someone for investment of 10 grand and they're like, no, not that they have it. They just said, no. I said, okay, well, watch me then. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) and I did it I made it happen without anybody's investment I was like okay I'll make all the bets on myself then let's go Mm -hmm. 
the best bet is always on yourself because you know you are the one who gets to choose what you're doing and each choice and decision is up to you. So that is such great advice to be directed by your purpose and go all in. So, Ray, I know you have a book coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about this book? Yeah, we've been working behind the scenes um, with my co-authors. Actually, I'm leading this book called Women Thrive, Inspiring True Stories of Women Overcoming Adversity. And this is where I share my own personal and sort of origin story of where I've come from and how much my life and trials that I have faced as a child and a teen um, has helped me become who I am today without speaking the language with facing a lot of adversities when I was a child to where I am today and it's it's a huge transition I would say from where I was to where I am today and I hope that it's inspiring for other people as well as all the other amazing stories within this book my whole mission is to help women share their stories with the world and Every project that I take in, uh, which whether it would be a book or the summit where you're speaking on next year, it is all about spotlighting other people and other stories so we can inspire, inspire your audience, inspire the readers, because I wish I had the guidance and support when I was young or I had a mentorship or I had the examples that there are today. And by creating this platform to allow other people to speak their stories, just allows other people to then see what's possible out there. And I just want everyone to succeed in whatever they set their mind to. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely incredible. So we'll have the link in the description below so that you can grab the book. And Ray, where can people find you to connect with you and potentially work with you? Sure. You can probably find me on womenthrivesummit.com or across social media, Raymonda Jan. So yeah, just search me up and connect. If you have listened to this episode up until now, definitely connect and drop me a quick message on social media. I'd love to get to know a little bit more about you as well and hopefully invite you to some of our free events or uh, any other uh, things that we're doing at Women Drive. Yeah, absolutely. Highly recommend. So thank you, Ray, so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you, Leslie, for having me and keep cheerleading your community and your mission in in your message in terms of not having to use social media to get visible. I think it's a beautiful message. And thanks for having me here today. What if I told you there was a way to get more leads in your online business without having to post on social media? That's something you'd want to know more about, right? Well, you can learn exactly that in my free training where I will teach you how to leverage simple conversations to turn strangers into paying clients, as well as how to borrow other people's audiences to build your authority, credibility, and connect with new potential clients, as well as how to make sales simple and easy. Click the link in the description or go to Um, 